All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. Very exciting times for us, and hopefully you too, as the degenerate trifecta, Brother Bry, the Parlay Kid, and Harry are here together. We ever don't we? We've only once done a podcast all in the same room. This makes number two. The first time was in Dallas. What's happening, guys? What's going on, Sal? Sal, what's happening? What's going on, buddy? See, we can keep that in order. That's <laughs> nice. That's still is a master. Tate Frazier's here. He's working the board. These guys are here. Joe uh, House was nice enough to set up a fitting. We're doing a, a golf club fitting at Callaway, and w- which is ridiculous. It really, for us to get fittings, for go- it's like uh, baboons get it fitted for tuxedos. Really, we have no business. <laughs> but the four of us, five of us, Tate, you're coming with us. Tomorrow, you excited about this, Tate? Oh, I'm very excited. I'm actually <laughs> jarred by looking at Harry the whole time. He won't stop breaking <laughs> eye contact with me. Harry, don't, don't stare at people, all right? Look at your notes for crying out loud. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got our This is going to be a podcast, part fantasy, part player props podcast. We're talking NFL. I'm done with basketball. Enough soccer, Tate, right? Mm-hmm. It's time to move on. I'm sorry. I know you love your beloved basketball, but... We can move on. You you got that cornered. You and Titus, right? Yeah, we got it. We got something figured out. I don't know if we got it cornered, but right. Yeah. And then we're gonna we're gonna pick it up here. But now we got our draft order last night. Thanks to the New York Lottery, what we do is we assign everybody in the league a number, and then whatever the balls add up to, uh, whatever that last digit is, that person will get. It's not as complicated as it sounds, but it, it works out, and no one's uh, usually mad at the end. But we got our numbers. Harry drafts fifth. This is a league of ten. It's a very vanilla league, right, Harry? We've been doing it for 30 years. I think Brother Bry was nine years old, I think, when we started, right? Maybe eight, uh, Bry? Yeah, I was, yeah, eight or nine. You shared a team with the Parlay Kid. First year, we won it. Is That's that right. what it was? Yeah, and then I got, my, I got my team the second year. Yeah, now it's very, like I said, it's no PPR. We, ha- we now have one keeper if you, if you want to keep a player. Uh, we would do auction, which uh, auction's so much better, but we have this one friend, Frank, who... Brother Bry looked up. Only one playoff appearance in the last 13 years, and he just like never never has a laptop or it doesn't work, so we can't do an auction. Claims that people are dying when they're not. Yeah, yeah, he's, you he know. just uh, distracts people uh, on just, the phone. Doesn't work. But one playoff appearance in 13 years. Do you have anyone in your leagues, Tate, like that? Yeah, I don't even know. We're, we're so, my whole generation of fantasy drafts has dropped off so much. I really appreciate you guys' whole origin story because we, we got it easy. We didn't have to mail stuff to each other. We didn't have right. to actually write things out. Yeah, and then people just go, you just get an app. Yeah, 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 exactly. Do, so do the, uh, we, By the time it got to everyone, it was like Saturday. Like It's now just a time to chat with everyone, you know. It's like, oh, fantasy football starting. Let's all get in a group chat and, you know, talk about things again. I see. For the right. most part. There you go. All right, so Harry has the fifth pick. We won't bore you people with this, but because we're going to get to the nuts and bolts in a second. But Harry, you have the fifth pick in the draft. The top four seem pretty easy mm. in a snake. Um, what do we have? We have uh, Barkley, Elliott, Kamara. Who am I missing? McCaffrey. 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 Yeah. Those seem to be the top four if you don't want to stray from running backs. And Harry, you then have to make a decision. You don't have to tell us who you're taking exactly right now, but which way are you leaning? Well, you know, I, over these years, Sal, we've always liked that you and I have talked about going running back in the first round. Yeah. It's hard not to – if you don't do that and you get him in the second, third round, it's going to be tough. But uh, And I had Melvin Gordon last year. Very good and very solid, but uh, did miss a few games, played a total of 12 games, had 14 touchdowns. But I think I have to go wide receiver here. Mm. Got to go with DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, he had 11 touchdowns, uh, 1,600 yards almost. 163 targets, yeah. 115 catches. Him and Watson are a scary duo. Uh, I think that's where I have to go. I guess he was the only, uh, by the way, 
probably a jinx on Madden, the only offensive player rated at 99. But oh, still, I think I got to take DeAndre important. Hopkins. Okay. All right. DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins, good guy, too. He met my son at SportsCon. It is for your kids. He met him at SportsCon last week, stuck out his hand, kind of make eye contact. That was nice. Um, so you would go him fifth. So it's interesting because last year, Brian, what did I I had the sixth pick. You had six. I had the sixth this year. I went Hopkins and then Cook on the way back. Dalvin Cook. And I could do it again, except Harry's now going to snake Hopkins from me. I don't know what I would do. Maybe uh, uh, Brian talked me into Evans. Evans had a great year, but I think I'd go wide receiver in that spot anyway. I think I'd pass on David Johnson. I just don't think there's going to be a lot of touchdowns out of that offense. I think they load the, the box, and maybe maybe Murray helps that offense, but i just rather not deal with like three or four touchdowns and 1,300 yards. Bry, you go seventh, right? Uh, I go seventh. So provided that those couple of receivers are gone and Johnson's still on the board, what do you do? And So that's you're taking Adams then? I don't think I'd go Devonte. You're saying Devonte Adams? Yeah, who, who? I don't. I'd pass on him too. I don't know. I'm just, yeah, it's funny. I think seven's like one of the worst spots because I'm not in love with Bell. I'm not in love with Johnson. Mm-hmm. I'm not in love with Gurley. I mean, Gordon. I don't know with the contract stuff, right. with the injury. I the injury problem bothers me all the time. So, I if Adams is there, although I don't like that either. Mm-hmm. If if Hopkins is gone, I mean Hopkins is now now I know he's going to be gone from one of you two guys. So. I would probably lean Adams just because of the touchdowns. I mean, you like Adams more than like Michael Thomas or probably Julio only Jones? because only because of touchdowns. But again, even Adams sometimes the injury injury history a little bit mm-hmm. bothers me too. But I probably would lean that lean that way. I, I mean, Johnson maybe I would think about. It. I took him last year with the fourth pick. Maybe in that offense, like you said, maybe he yeah. uh, steps it up. Maybe that that fast pace. I mean, he could catch. Who knows? He could catch ninety to hundred balls next year. So. It would probably be between Adams and Johnson, I would say. All right, so parlay kid. So that puts you – now you draft 10th. So yeah. you get – this is only a 10-team league. You get 10 and 11. You get the button. That's where Harry went. Uh, Harry passed on uh, beloved Giants, one of the greatest Giants seasons of all time, Saquon Barkley. <laughs> Who had never played a game. Not going to get him this year either <laughs> at, uh, at five. Um, what do you say, parlay kid? So from the talk, you're going to probably get one of either – Julio Jones or yeah. Michael Thomas well, right there or Evans. Absolutely. And the way you guys are talking, uh, I feel like I'll get just as good of a player as you guys. Yeah. Right. So if you're telling me the three guys, uh, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones and Odell are left there at uh, pick 10 and what would be pick 11, mm-hmm. I'll probably take two of those three right there. So. Right. And, and I think that's probably just as good a value as saying taking Devontae Adams where he might go or or Hopkins where he may go. So mm. uh, I just don't see another really running back at that point to take, and I think you could probably wait at that point for, for myself, even though now you're talking about waiting it to uh, come back to me mm. uh, a couple rounds almost later. Uh, but you know, Le'Veon Bell, um, he's the next in line, I think, but uh, I don't think anybody feels very comfortable with him on the Jets right now. But uh, we could regret that uh, yeah. at some point. Yeah, because he does everything, catches the ball. This is non-PPR, so it makes the decision a little uh, more yeah. difficult. Yeah, it's, it's tough because, uh, all right, so let's say all of us go two receivers there because I think we're we're thinking about that because the question is, is what you're going to get a mix in, although he had good numbers last year, uh, what you're going to get, is it is it is a mix in better than like Philip Lindsay or Marlon Mack, who you can hmm. probably get in the third or fourth round. You can probably get both of them third or fourth round, depending on where you are. What do you think about this, Tate? Do you like to go running back, running back? 
You do a uh, what do you do? You do a uh, snake or a an auction? Oh, uh, it's a snake. So I, I I like to go running back, running back there. I like I like Le'Veon in that position just because I mean I think he's going to get the touches in New late York. First round. Yeah, late there, and then maybe on the other side of that, if you have a David Johnson still there, maybe you take a chance. No, with, Tate. He's come not on, gonna be there. come on, he could be. No. Not a lot of people in my league like David Johnson. They've turned on him. Well, I, yeah, I think you might better get reversed. But, yeah, you could get, like, David Johnson, eight or nine, and then... Michael uh, Thomas is the one, though. I think in this situation, I would take Michael Thomas on the, the first I pick in the him. second round. I or, love that. Is guy. yours a PPR league? Yes. Yeah, so that makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Or All Kelsey, right. another guy there. Well, that's we're going to get into that. Harry has the uh, opportunity to keep Kelsey with his second pick, which is, what, the uh, 16th, 16th overall? Yeah. Brian's going. Brian says overall he's rated to go 13th in a lot of drafts right. too. So I may have to, I may have to pull the trigger there. He right. was great last year. So for then me, you so. don't get a second receiver until your or a second running back till your fourth pick. And then we start. The Tough race. decision right there. It's going to be rough. Yeah. All right. Let's talk gambling because we could work this in. We're going to go quarterback, running back, wide receiver, booms and busts. Then we're going to hit on the rookies. I'm going to read you the top projections. We'll try to stay on top of like. Uh, what, you know, what the auction value number is, their average draft position and all that. But as far as the quarterbacks go, Matt Ryan, to have the most yards, plus 450. Mahomes right there with him, plus 450. Luck, 6-1 to one, uh, for most yards. Rodgers and Big Ben, 8-1. to one. Winston, 10-1. to one. Now, if you go touchdown passes, Andrew Luck is number one and with Mahomes at 5-1. to one. Uh, Rodgers, 9-1. to one. Baker and Ryan, 10 to 1. Now, it's interesting. This would be a huge, and we know what the problems with the Chiefs they've had in their offseason, but Mahomes had 50 freaking touchdown passes last year. And to have 5 to 1 odds for a guy who had 50, I don't know, Parley Kid, do you think did uh, Manning and Brady, did they have that kind of disrespect at 5 to 1? I guess you can't make it too much lower than that, but 50, what's he going to have? Like 35, 36? Uh, you know, in a 16 game season, if he plays all 16 games, uh, that's probably the low end. I would say, right? Yeah. I mean, these guys throwing, he's going to throw two touchdowns a game on the average and have some games where he throws three to four, even five, as he did last year. And you so, don't know yeah. with Tyreek Hill or what's going to Yeah, gonna that, that's that going to be, that's a factor. Well, no, Parley no Kid, who's your, uh, who's your boom pick for uh, gambling-wise and for fantasy? Well, so last year, as you know, um, uh, I did very well in fantasy. And look, you're taking advice from a guy that's, <laughs> I think I've been perfectly 500 over the last 10 years. Is that right? Yeah, I think I'm r- sitting right at 500. So you did very well last um, year, so we should go against you this year. Well, that, it <laughs> seems like it. Yeah, it's that's kind of yeah. how the the, uh, the natural regression there. Right. But um, yeah, I, so I like, uh, and I had him last year, uh, Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. Um, when we look at his numbers, um, uh, over. Four four thousand three hundred forty nine yards. I like that, uh, and I like his over and touchdowns at twenty seven and a half touchdowns. I mm-hmm. uh, so he's entering the prime of his career. He's in the fourth year of his quarterbacking career. Last year, thirty two touchdown passes and forty seven hundred yards. Mm-hmm. And this is putting into account that in his last five games, he threw for eleven hundred yards and six touchdowns. So he put up fantastic numbers up to that point. In fact, I think we could have made a case for him through the first 10 games, but the first two-thirds of the season, to be MVP with Mahomes. He was right there. And then an injury to Cooper Cup, who I also had on my team. And, uh, yeah, you had all the Rams. Uh, yeah, I had the whole Rams team. And then things kind of fell apart with the, for that offense. So I know we're going to have a chance to meet Sean McVay tonight. Yes, we're going to uh, And I think McVay would, would be the first one to say that losing Cooper Cup 
really hurt Jared Goff. Mm -hmm. So bouncing back this year. So last year, 47, oh, basically 4,700 yards. He's got to go over 4,350. Mm -hmm. He's got to go over 27 and a half touchdowns. He had 32 last year. Uh, I also like him for most TDs from a quarterback at 35 to 1. Most TDs. Who's to say that he's not going to approach 40? He is going to approach 40 this year, providing us health. And we have to always yeah. take into that uh, account with football. Um, so why not? And also MVP 40 to 1. So I love Jared Goff across the board. Well, and also if Gurley's banged up, and now we know that he is hurt, whatever he has with his, sure. his knee, and you know they, they drafted a guy, uh, Henderson, out of Memphis, so we'll take over a little bit. Maybe if there's, you know, if he, it wanes a little but. You may have to make that up on the offensive line, uh, offensive way passing. Yeah. All right. Goff over 43 49. You like him 35 to 1 for passing yards. Harry, what do you say? Staying well, in the division. You know what? I like Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo over 4,999. Whoa. 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 <laughs> Can't read. 4,099 and a half yards. Uh, despite last season's gruesome season ending injury. I'm taking the greatest quarterback in Eastern Illinois oh, history stop. behind <laughs> Tony Romo. We're going to throw him off the bat. That's why it's the oh, behind great, Yeah, greatest oh, behind? Okay. Are, you, are you saying? Are you yes. being serious? Or you, he maybe read that wrong. Yeah, I think you read it. You meant ahead. No, he's right. <laughs> Anyways, I'm taking Harry's Jimmy right. G over 4,099 yards and a half. A third-year head coach, Kyle Shanahan. He surrounded Garoppolo with plenty of weapons. They added running back Tevin Coleman from the Falcons, who Shanahan coached in Atlanta. Tate's loving it. Tate loves it. <laughs> Love it, Tevin Coleman. Yeah, nice. Uh, he'll, know, he'll know how to use Coleman to Jimmy G's strength, so they have the same offensive line. That same offensive line, they let a bunch of nobody quarterbacks get almost 1,400 yards to tight end George Kittle. They have Jordan Matthews from Philly. And I will tout myself a little bit by picking – uh, when nobody had him in the league last year in the last quarter of the season. Dante Pettis, he played great in the last quarter uh, of the uh, yeah. season. Um, and remember, they have Jarek McKinnon as well. Uh, and he's recovering from his uh, ACL tear as well. Uh, he's a great third down back. He can help Jimmy G out a lot. He had 50 catches for the Vikings two years ago. Obviously, Jimmy G needs to stay healthy. But uh, with this type of system and their type of players, I think he can flourish at 4,099 and a half yards. I think you can do it, even despite the injury from last year. Drafted two wide receivers. Plus, like you said, they uh, picked up Tevin Coleman, so that offense is picking up. Could pick up big numbers. The defense was bad. That was a problem last year, aside from not having their quarterback. All right, over 4,099.5. Brother Bry, who's your quarterback of choice? Well, I mean, we were talking about this earlier today, but when we were talking about quarterbacks, we were saying, is there a point of drafting a quarterback? Like, last year was the first year in our draft, right, that – Everybody kind of got smart and was like, you know what, I'm going to wait till like the 10th round to maybe draft a quarterback. So I feel like now you can get a quarterback anywhere. I, I'm probably going to wait until almost everybody has drafted a quarterback at this point in time. So when I'm looking for value, I look, I'm looking at Lamar Jackson. He's currently ranked around 19th or 20th, but in the seventh, seven games he started last year, he averaged 21 points per game. So I'm thinking Lamar Jackson, there's a good chance he's going to get 15, 16 points rushing in certain games, maybe every other game. So if you look at mm -hmm. him, he had 695 yards rushing, right? So uh, in, that was in his seven games he started, he averaged 79 yards rushing a game. So if you average that out on the season, he'd be close to 1,300 yards rushing. Look, do I think he's a great quarterback? No. Yes. No. <laughs> no, I don't. But 
I think when you look at him, his over-under is 849 yards rushing. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna have, for them to be successful, he's going to have to run the ball. I mean, that's only 53 yards rushing per game. So to me, fantasy-wise, 21 points per game, uh, that I think would put him around, if he averaged 21 points a game, that puts him around like the 10th or 12th best quarterback last year. And to get him at 19 or 20, I mean, maybe you're not going to start him every game, but maybe certain matchups, he's a guy you would want like in there. Him. I think he's a winner. He finished six and one. Finished the year six and yeah. one. Um, completion percentage is not that. I would take the rushing yards <laughs> over. I think he was like 57 percent at Louisville and only 58 percent last year at Baltimore. But they know what they're asking him to do. So, and then uh, yeah, I think you know you got Greg Roman right in there, offensive coordinator. Second stint with them. I don't mind that. I like that well, over. We were looking at, too, right? His over-under for touchdowns was 15 and a half. And I was like, for right. passing touchdowns, I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen yeah. a quarterback who you know is going to start every game with 15 what and a half What about Harry's touchdowns. Eli Manning? What is he? Oh, is he's he... 18 and a half. Oh, he's I, 18 and a half. I'm sorry. I apologize. I <laughs> Still going to have a good year. Don't uh, worry over on that. It's boring to take the favorite. Like I said, Matt Ryan, plus 450. Um, what did he have? 4,900 and a half mm. yards. Somewhere in there. Third in the league last year. I like him for most touchdowns at plus 450 also. Um, look, this guy is, they drafted two linemen. They have Lindstrom and McGarry. They signed Carpenter. They signed the Brown from the Giants. They are all over the offensive line this year, the Falcons are. And we forget about it. You know, they, they could have gone to the Super should have won the Super Bowl three years. I'll say it loud, Tate. I don't care. I know Simmons is right next door. Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman is another. They should have won the Super Bowl. Listen, Simmons, you know they should have. But they took 42 sacks last year, which is the most of his career. I think they've remedied that. I think they had the sneaky team to make the playoffs. That's a crowded NFC South, Tate. Lots of, lots of good offenses going through there. What do you think about Matt Ryan? I like the Falcons. And as we know, you mentioned uh, 500 with Parlay Kidd and fantasy football. It's pretty much yeah. the NFC South. Every single year, it's yeah. one year. They get 12, mm-hmm. we- 12 wins. The next year, it's eight. And then it evens out. So, right. so Darren's uh, getting yeah. five wins. Yeah, sure. five wins. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the Panthers. <laughs> All right, let's talk bust. And let's stay in the uh, NFC South. Parlay Kidd, you don't like Drew Brees. No, Sal. Uh, well, let's talk about fantasy first. I mean, his average draft position is like basically, basically being the eighth quarterback taken. And Brian is exactly right. I actually think you should fill out your whole roster fantasy-wise before you even take a quarterback these days. Yeah. Even a kicker. Um, even a kicker. Uh, why not? Even possibly a <laughs> yeah. kicker if you wanted to, just because uh, I, I just think all these quarterbacks are going to put up very similar numbers, and Breeze isn't even one of them. So I don't, even, I don't think he's a top-10 quarterback right now uh, in the league. Uh, there's some reasons for that. First half of the year last year, Breeze threw 18 touchdowns and for about 2,300 yards. Seems great, right? Second half of the year, threw for about 1,600 yards with 14 touchdowns, which is still a, a very nice number. The Saints seem to be moving towards a uh, more of a run-heavy offense in the second half of the season. Why? I've At least I think so. Uh, I've, I think I've seen it over the last few years. Drew Breeze's arm strength is in major decline. Uh, he doesn't have a, a ton of zip left on the ball. Um, he is still uh, has some great weapons there, and he's still a good, viable NFL quarterback. Um, but uh, I don't see him uh, at all being a, a top 10 quarterback, uh, and I actually like him going under uh, basically 4,200 yards passing hmm. this season. It's, like I said, he threw for 1,600 in the second half yeah. last year. Uh, I think you're trending more towards around 
37, 3,800. I don't think he reaches that 4,200 mark this year. He's just getting too old. He's had a great career, one of the greats, but well, he might be. He, he did set the record for, I know this doesn't get you a lot of yards, but 74% yeah. was the most accurate yeah, passer of check, all time. Check down weird. city with him. Exactly. So I wouldn't concerned. touch his over-unders. Yeah. I don't mind under there. I, I, it's weird. I, I'd rather take him for MVP at 10 to 1. I think he gets like a sentimental vote. Mm-hmm. He was neck and neck with Mahomes for, like yeah. you said, first probably 10 weeks. And he had a bad Sunday night game, even though they won. Uh, and that, that was that for him. But I like 10 to 1 for Breeze for MVP. He has a tight end this year, as Jared Cook got from uh, Brother Bry's Oakland team. But Brother Bry, you you jokingly said, would you take a kicker before a quarterback? Yeah, I was joking. Or a, a quarterback. But when you think about it, I'm looking at the kickers. It's probably only 13 kickers that you'd want. And it's probably 22 quarterbacks that I'd be okay with. And I said to Simmons, I was like, you might as well do this. I said to Simmons, I said, this is it. This is the first year Tom Brady will not be a starting quarterback in a fantasy league, especially uh, a 10-team league. Yeah. And he's, he's like, oh, stop it. Get the hell out of here. But let's go over it. Tate, you can answer. Let him fire you if he does <laughs> Perfect. You're taking over Brady. This is the question. Pat Mahomes, for sure. Yes. Right? Deshaun Watson. Yes. This is not to lead your team to the Super Bowl. This is fantasy. Mm-hmm. You're putting them. We get the rushing yards with Deshaun. Right. Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Okay. Three. Matt Ryan. Yes. Okay. Andrew Luck. Yes. It's five. All right. Uh, Baker Mayfield. No. No. Okay. We're we're still at five. I'll get you there. Don't worry. Big Ben Roethlisberger. No. Really? Wow. All right. Drew Brees. Yes. All right. That's six. Jared Goff. Yes. Seven. Philip Rivers. Yes. Eight. Lamar Jackson. No. No. Wow. It's a, all right. Uh, I'm not even going to say Dak. Carson Wentz. No. Ooh. Cam Newton. Yes. All right. That's nine. Of course. In a 10 team league. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, for kicks, I'll throw this one out your way. Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, yes. 100%. Is that yes. true? Yeah. That would be the best for Mitchell Trubisky to start over Brady in a league. Is that, that right? That, that's what I want. Are you yeah. being honest? Yeah. Or yeah or no, I'm a, being 100% be honest. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So let's all do right, that. So there's your 10. Let's I lock mean, it in. Go heels. Go heels. Uh, <laughs> mm. I would actually take Big Ben and some of those others you passed on over uh, over. I could see Lamar based on what Brother Brad was saying. Yeah, you know, just the rushing fantasy. Points. Well, I would yeah. just say for matchups, at least, you know, I mean, not every week, but there's going to be some weeks you you're definitely going to want Lamar over uh, Tom. All right, Harry, you had that big uh, bald head shake when I when uh, <laughs> Tate turned down Big Ben, and you mm-hmm. have him under in yards this year. I think it's going to be a down season for Big Ben. He turned 37 in the off season. Uh, I like his. Yards to go under 44, 59 and a half. That's what, uh, like I said, 37 years old. I've always found him to be a bit overrated. Obviously, he doesn't have Antonio Brown. That's going to be huge this year. Uh, and frankly, I think Brown made him look really good at a lot of times in the season last year and the past, past seasons. Uh, 15 years he's been in this league. He's gone over 4,459 yards twice in his career, just twice. Uh, running back James Conner. Well, last year was one of the big ones, right? Last year was one of them. That's also 51. why I sort of like it. He had 5,100 yards. Yeah. So now it's 44.59, so you're going to figure over. But you got to go still with the under because I think it's you got to go the other way. Plus, I think without Antonio Smith there, obviously it's huge. And, and last year he had 1,300 yards, and the other season he did it was 2014 where Brown had 1,700 yards. So obviously he's a huge integral part that he's not going to have. Smith-Schuster was great last year, but now he's going to be having the best corner on him. It's going to be tough to get another receiver out there. James Washington, who I actually was high on, didn't only had 16 receptions last year. He's got to step it up for the Steelers. I just don't see him going over that type of yards. 
Running back James Conner was good last year. He had 55 catches, but they really do are going to have missed Le'Veon Bell out of the backfield over the last three years where he played full season for Pittsburgh. He averaged 80 receptions, 80 receptions his last three full seasons for the uh, for the Steelers. So I think it's going to be a down season for the Steelers. And uh, Tate, I think you're right. Mm. Down season for ben, Big Ben as well. I just mm. don't want to bet on the under. This guy threw, well, I'm looking now, 675 passes last yeah, year. he throws so He many. threw, hold on a second well, here, hold on. Just <laughs> threw 60 against <laughs> the Chiefs, 50 against the Saints, 45 against the Chargers. In two games, he threw 94 against the Ravens. Uh, 91 attempts against the Bengals, a team you don't even need to, you don't have to pass at all to beat. I don't know. A, a lot of those games last year, the Steelers, the way they were playing, they had to come from behind. Look, over the last four years, so he's averaged playing 14 games. So if you go by that number, he's got to go for 319 yards a game to get the over there. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's going to be that big of a season for him. With no Brown there, we'll see how good all Big right. Ben really is. They got Dante Moncrief, they re-signed A.Y. Rogers, not Antonio Brown by any means, but I, I think he just oh hum. Slings it too much. Um, Brother Bry, you're staying in that AFC North for your bust, right? Uh, yeah, and again, this is I'm looking at this from a fantasy perspective, but I'm not in love with Baker Mayfield like everybody else is. Uh, I, I know he's being drafted anywhere from like a fifth to the sixth quarterback, and I just really don't see it. I mean, it, yeah, it's going to be fun to have him. And I think there's the potential where people are saying, well, Mahomes last year in his second year, Mayfield this year in his second year could have a huge year. Um, and again, granted, I know he has Beckham, obviously, and this offense might open up, but he, look, in 13 games last year that he started, he averaged 21 points per game uh, from a fantasy perspective. In the last five games, he averaged 21 points per game. Pretty consistent. I don't know if you're going to, again, you might get a little uptick from there, but to me, I don't think he's worth it at all uh, when, you're, when you're talking about a fifth or sixth quarterback. There's so many more quarterbacks I'd rather have there. I'd rather have a Wentz. I'd rather have a Golf. I'd even rather have a Winston who's, probably going like 18, 19. So I don't, when you look at his over-unders, uh, over-unders are close. I mean, his yards is 4,254 uh, 4, and a half, and his touchdowns are 31 and a half. So if I'm going to go under for one of those, though, I'll probably go under 31 and a half because even the really great quarterbacks, I mean, when you look at them, they're like 32 to 35 touchdowns uh, mm-hmm. a season. So I think... He's eventually going to get there, and he, who knows? He could throw for 41 year, but I still think, I mean, everybody fell in love with him last year. Cleveland was a great story last year. I just don't buy all of the Cleveland hype yet for right. Baker Mayfield. Hmm. And a snake, his average draft position is 66, so the middle of the seventh round. Still too early. Or six, too, depending too on if it's a 10 or 12. I think so, yeah. too. It's too early for any quarterback. I, don't, I'm, you know, I think the Browns are overvalued every step of the way this year, favored to win that division. I don't know what they've done. I mean, this doesn't affect May- Mayfield's stats, but they're like uh, 30th in the league in total defense, 28th against the run. They have bigger problems than Baker Mayfield. Now, offensively, I think they're going to spread the ball around. I don't know where you could denote the, the yards. You got Kareem Hunt. Who knows how long he's going to play Chubb the same way, but there's a lot of yards. There's a lot of offense to go around. And like Harry said, like this is a team that came from behind a lot. They may not have to pass as much. So that's what I think about Baker Mayfield. Uh, my bust is going to be Carson Wentz. I don't understand everyone's – I understand everyone's infatuation with this guy. I didn't, he made, got brought his team to the Super Bowl, didn't win it for him. But 4,250 and a half yards is his over-under. He has not been within 500 yards of that in his career. Now, I understand he's been injured, but that's the point. You're going to see Nate Sudfield 
I think like three or four games this year. And what does he have? He has his weapons are Jeffrey, who's always injured. Deshaun Jackson, who was a disappointment in Tampa Bay yeah. after like week three. You know, I know he wanted to stretch the field, but he's pretty much a decoy. I think he had four touchdowns after the first two or three weeks, ended up with four touchdowns. And Aguilar, who's fine. So you have to be on the field to get these numbers. So 42.50, I think, is too high. That's my uh, bust. Tate, who are you looking at as a quarterback? Anyone stand out? Boom more bust? I was going to say a bust. I, I agree with Carson Wentz. I think uh, he's one of those guys. They don't have the safety net of Foles anymore, which I think puts even yeah. more pressure on him, and he got the contract extension. So I, I, I see that as being a problem in Philadelphia. And, you know, I could see Wentz kind of taking the, you know, the spiral downward a little bit, and at least in this season. And Baker is another guy that, again, was just – I think the hype is too much, so it's tough. Brian, what is uh, – what's – What's our boy, uh, what's Cam Newton's? I mean, I know he's still looking for a, a seat on a flight, but he's going to play quarterback eventually. What's his over-under? Do we, do we know what it is? Uh, his over-under. Uh, hold on, we'll get it. Also, he's, I know I did have that in a, in a bet last year, and uh, I think he came up like four sh- yards oh, yeah, shy right. of going yeah. over. You had over the yards? I had over. It was thirty four ninety nine last year. I can't believe and he I came that he close. I think he came uh, within three or four yards of that number. It was very close. Tate, how many yards does he put up? I think he puts around, let's say, like 37-5, something like that. In yeah. three games? No, no, no. no. <laughs> How's he going to do I, it? I don't know. We'll see what happens. He can do it all. He's, I, I think his shoulder's better than people think. And uh, they they started the year out great last year. They were 6-2 and two at one point. No, Everyone I know. was really high on them. So I the think, Steeler game killed him. Yeah, exactly. That was it. Yeah. His over-under is uh, 3,449 and a half yards. So you go over. His, his touchdowns are 23 and a half. Oh. And his rushing yards are four ninety nine and a half. I go, have... I go over on the rushing yards. Yeah, not That's the passing. It. Not I mean, the you have passing. No Funchess anymore. How did, I forgot who did you replace him with? Well, we got Aaron. DJ Moore second oh, right. year, so that's yeah. you love DJ Moore. Curtis year, right? Samuel, another guy, and obviously McCaffrey. Right. Those are his three. Samuel's guys. good at the end of the season. Yeah, Real exactly. Good. So then you Hogan, you got Hogan. You signed yeah, uh, Hogan, Chris Hogan yeah, from, yeah. Uh, from the Patriots. We'll Is get he still commuting from Long Island? I think he might be. I think it might be. Oh, let's move on to running back. We gave you some great, valuable information there in that quarterback <laughs> session. On to running back, where the yardage leader, the projected winner, is going to be Zeke Elliott, plus 450. He had the most last year at 1,434. Uh, Harry Sha- Saquon Barkley passes on him every draft, plus 550. Uh, he had 1,307. Yep, every one. As far back as I can remember. Chubb at 10 to 1. Uh, he was 10th last year. Henry and Mixon at 12 to 1. Now, Mixon was fourth with 11.68. And then uh, and Bell at 16 to 1. If you talk touchdowns, Elliott plus 550. Um, he was 20th last year in touchdowns for running backs. So he had six. Yeah. Barkley plus 650 at 11. He was fifth last year. Uh, Henry 12 to 1. Uh, tied for 30 at 12. Connor 12 to 1. 12. He's tied for third. And then you have Chubb, Chubb 12. Bell 15. And Gurley 15. Uh, Gurley way down. Now, Kamara had 14 last year, and he's, I don't even know what his odds are. Is this close to like 17, 18 and 1 for most rushing touchdowns? Doesn't make a lot of sense. Harry, how do you see it for a running back? What's your big bet? My big bet is Le'Veon Bell of the Jets to mm. go over 600 and a half receiving yards. Now, we all know that I do not like Sam Darnold, and I think he's overrated, and that, I'm not right. changing my opinion on that whatsoever, <laughs> uh, even Thank from God. his USC days of turning the ball over, but I do believe because of the way the Jets offense was last year that Le'Veon Bell is going to get the ball a lot in receiving. He's going to get dump-offs. He's going to get screens. It's going to be set up for Darnold for him to do that because he's not going to be able to go downfield. Um, the Jets were 
awful last year in terms of passing. Robbie Anderson led them in receptions with a measly 50 catches. And after that, the Jets didn't have a guy with even 40 catches. I, like I said, the media loved to kiss Sam Darnold's ass and not blame him for anything. <laughs> you said that? You mean like you said? <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's actually written that they want him to be great. So Le'Veon Bell can make him look better. And I think, like I said, over the last three full seasons, Pittsburgh, he had 75 catches or more. And in those three full seasons, he had over 600 yards receiving in all three of them. Hmm. So looking at Bell to be able to get the bulk of the work and get over 600 and a half yards oh, receiving. All right. I, I just, I don't know. I don't, it's just the Jets to me, Parley kid. I don't know. Would you take a free agent or a trade guy, whatever? Well, Is it going to work out for the Jets? What's weird about Harry saying this, and I, I, I like Le'Veon Bell, and I like the Jets, and I'm rooting for yeah. Donald probably just more because despite course, Harry. We have to. Of uh, there's no doubt about that. But but yet, so he thinks Bell's going to have over 600 yards receiving. We're just on receiving. But he wouldn't take him with the sixth pick in the oh, fantasy wow. draft, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. kind of strange that. He thinks that way, but yet wouldn't Not take strange. him. No. He doesn't ever think. Because, no. <laughs> yeah. No, because yeah, I didn't. His fantasy is about touchdowns. Together. He's not getting touchdowns. Okay. Bell's not going to get touchdowns. Well, get somebody, somebody better step it up else besides him catching the ball and doing something right. offensively. Paul, like, you, no you like a mid-range uh, running back. I like yeah, this guy, too. Sal, yeah, Marlon Mack of the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Over 999 yards. Uh, I love that, and I actually love him at twenty to one for most rushing touchdowns. Uh, what do the Colts have? They have a great quarterback, they have a great offensive coach, and they have a great offensive line, right? So that stacks up very well for a guy like Mac, who is also really and they're they're on record as saying in this offseason is that he's their three down back. He is their every down back. They did not draft somebody. Uh, he should be getting the bulk of the playing time there in Indy. Uh, last year, and, and basically what turned out to be about 12 games, uh, he rushed for 908 yards and nine rushing touchdowns during that time. Uh, averaged 4.7 yards per carry. And I, I with those nine touchdowns he had in 12 games, I mean, how many touchdowns did Ebron have inside the three-yard line? Mm -hmm. Right. So let's say there's a regression there for Ebron. Mac's going to pick those up. So I really do like him at uh, – 20 to 1 for most rushing TDs and over basically what is a thousand yards rushing. I think that's, I really like this out of all my uh, picks. I like this one the best. I like him too. The only thing you worry about, you maybe, maybe if you're drafting somebody, if we're talking fantasy wise, maybe handcuff them. Spencer Ware's on that team now. Uh, this is true. I'm taking this anything is true. away from him. So, all right. Uh, Brother Bry, back to the AFC North. Chubb. Right. Yeah, so it's funny. Before I was saying I'm I'm not on the uh, Cleveland bandwagon right now, but I do love Chubb. I have a Chubb for Chubb. You could say that. <laughs> um, but I don't look. I don't really care if Hunt comes back. I know he's coming back in Week Nine, but Chubb didn't start till Week Seven last year, and still basically had a thousand yards. He had 996, and he had 10 touchdowns. Average 5.2 yards per carry. Like in any game where he had more than or 10 or more carries. He averaged 16 fantasy points per game. Look, they have a real good line, a lot of playmakers, which I think opens up the running game. I don't know why, like from a fantasy perspective, I don't know why he's going around. Well, I know he's ranked around like 14th, 15th, but I, I'm even honestly, if I had like a late first round pick, I would almost think about it. I mean, really? when we talked about players last year at the end of the year, like who you wanted next year, when we talked mm. about at the end of the year, I would have said Chubb was a, late first round pick, early second round pick this year. So 
I don't really get why he's going, uh, and it's probably because of Hunt coming back at some point in time, but I don't know why he's going late second, early third. doesn't make sense to me. But uh, the other thing is when you look at from an over-under perspective is over-under is 999 and a half yards, which to me that seems low. So I, would, I, I, think, he, uh, I think he gets that pretty easily. And I would, prob- I would maybe take a look at him at 10 to 1 for – most yards mm. rushing. Someone could keep him in our league, the league we uh, set up. And it's interesting because we're all around that five, six, seven, not the parlay kid, although he would be able to obviously take Chubb on the way back. But that might be a little early. Probably not early for, for any of the three of us, me, Harry, Brother Bride, to jump on him with that second pick. That's interesting. Um, I don't have a, a, a – see, we should have started off by saying a lot of these – Brian, you fi- figured it out last year. Isn't it like 65% or something these props go under? Because these guys get uh, hurt. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think back-to-back years, one year it was like 70%. If you just yeah. if you went through every player. Right. I mean, there are certain guys you might really like the overs. But if you're going to do it, you're probably better off doing a lot of them and going under just because of the, from the injury factor, especially with football. It's not like it's More not like guys these get other hurt sports. than break out from their best right. season. Correct. And this is ba- most of these numbers are based on their best season or last season or something like that. And so for that reason, I don't have – a a boom running back it's crazy i looked through all of them but i do have a bust you're not gonna like this tape it's christian mccaffrey no that's all right i'm sorry oh, i wow. like him under 18 25 and a half total that is a ton a ton of yards and i understand what happened the market overcorrected itself here um that is 114 yards per game total don't forget he played 10 games in 2017 this guy could get hurt and if cam newton's checking down throwing down or i'm sorry will greer if Will Greer's throwing a Christian McCaffrey, I'm just down on him. I know he exploded last year. I just and I have nothing else to base it on other than the fact that 114 yards per game. You start missing a game now; it's 127 yards a game. I don't know. Do you see him duplicating last year? I don't, just because I think the ball is going to be moved around a lot more than it was with Christian last year. The ball he, is juiced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ball is juiced. Cam is juicing time. it up. I think he's going to. I think Samuel's a guy that's going to get the ball more. I think Moore will get the ball more. <laughs> Uh, and I think that'll hurt McCaffrey in the end. And again, Cam is not afraid to throw McCaffrey over the middle of the field and let him get rocked. Right. So all it takes is one of those hits. Like Cam, when he took that hit against Watt, right. you know, he was never the same after that. One good thing for you, Tate, as yeah. a Panthers fan, odd years, 11-plus mm. wins in odd years for the Panthers. Yes, Dating every back other. to 1937. No, no, it was probably the last three odd years. That was the last that. thing Jerry Richardson remembers, That's 1937. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, it could be really bad luck if Frank in our draft ends up taking McCaffrey three. That, that could be oh, that's bad right. news for you. We'll let yeah. you know. So, I'm they, sorry, they, trust us, Tate. That is a bad thing. <laughs> Uh, we're moving on to the other bus, right, Harry? What do, what do you like? You're, you're going to go with the guy that I passed on McCaffrey for last year, Dalvin Cook. Right, Tyler. You know, and two years ago for the draft, me and you were big on uh, big on Cook for Rookie of the Year mm-hmm. until he got injured, too. But, I, I mean, I actually like the guy. I love the Vikings drafting him. Like I said, when they did. And, uh, if anyone thought, knows Dalvin Cook, let, let him know that Harry actually likes the guy, even though he's about <laughs> to say something terrible about <laughs> Not really, but, but the only thing is basically uh, – his, his yards rushing, like I said, I like under 1,065 and a half. I just can't see him getting there because of injuries mostly. He's uh, only played in 15 games total in the in two seasons and hasn't come close to hitting 1,000 yards in a season yet. He's asked to prove he can, can stay uh, healthy consistently. Plus, the Vikings have basically the same stars on offense, Diggs, Thielen, the re-signed tight end, Kyle Rudolph. Those guys are going to get the ball uh, consistently. Uh, and making plays uh, for Cousins. Cousins going to hit them with passes. So I just don't see 
Cook doing the job and getting close to that number, which he hasn't gotten close to yet. Again, probably around, definitely around for the parlay kid at 10 coming back on the mm. second pick. Maybe around for one of us mm. uh, at five, six, and seven, you know, 16, 17, whatever no, our, our second round is. Mm. Yeah, I think <laughs> I might pass on him too because I got, you know, that, that's the thing with being in like three different leagues over <laughs> 700 years. Like you, you end up having all these guys and you hold a grudge right. on most of them, right? Like, like, uh, like Brother Bry is with David Johnson. But um, I think he's going around the mid-second round for uh, Dalvin Cook. Let's see, in an auction, how much does he fetch? Dalvin Cook gets, where is he? 36 bucks. 36, mm. oh, he's that high. See, I started low. That's why I can't see his name. I went all the way low on the list. I went, uh, I thought he'd be in the 1920 range, $36. Mm. That's a real risk there. And by the way, the Vikings drafted at a Boise State, they drafted uh, Madison, I think his name is. Yeah, I like that. Uh, running about third round pick. So be careful that, get that handcuff if you uh, are brave enough to take Dalvin Cook. I will say, Dalvin Cook, uh, we judged the dunk contest together, and he said he was 100% healthy and, he uh, and ready for the year. Right. So, again, he could have lied to me, Why but I would take us, it personally. Dave? Yeah, I'm saying right now, it's the first time I've ever disagreed with Harry. Did you tell him that Harry likes him? <laughs> yeah, no, I got to send the clip personally? to him and say, Dalvin. They paid sorry. the big money for Cousins, though, to go throw touchdown passes, though, you know. <laughs> yeah, he'll hand it off. Paul A. Kid, back to the AFC East. Sony Michelle, don't see a lot of numbers out yeah. there. Yeah. For him, in terms of over-unders, I think as we get closer to the uh, season starting, you will see it. But you don't. You think he underperforms this year? Yes, I think uh, we're going to see a little regression with Sony Michelle. Uh, last year, before uh, the draft, I had said uh, you really can't take a Patriot running back, right? Like you just can't trust what uh, what Belichick is going to do with uh, that running back position, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, one game it's this guy, one game it's this guy. But Sony Michelle kind of found a nice little niche there with the Patriots, and I think he actually carried the ball a lot more than the Patriots actually probably wanted him to in year one. But uh, they had a good thing going. They saw they had a chance to uh, win another title, and uh, they kind of um, rode him a little bit more than they wanted to. But he had a nice season. He wasn't exceptional. Mm -hmm. He had 931 yards and six uh, touchdowns, and then he kind of exploded in the playoffs with another six touchdowns. So right. I think uh, in a lot of people's minds, like his value probably went up, but it really shouldn't at this point. One, because he is a Patriot running back. Two, there's another guy named James White. Right. And three, they drafted uh, Damian Harris, who might be better than him right now. Yeah. Uh, Sony always has, he has these chronic knee issues, which... Does every Georgia running back have chronic knee issues, it seems so. like? Right? So it just seems to be that way at, at some point. So uh, I just yeah. don't – I see a little regression there. Uh, I don't see him uh, – you know, I could see him having just that typical Patriots running back year, six, 700 yards, something like that, scores a few touchdowns, and everybody else is involved. So Yeah, for you Snakers, he's going around the middle of the fourth round. Yeah. Um, Auction-wise, this is what we talked about, Parley Kid. If you go back-to-back -back wide receiver, this is the kind of guy you're looking at for your first or second running back. Yeah. Uh, Auction-wise, he's fetching about twenty-one dollars, uh, right around where Carryon Johnson is, Marlon Mack, right. Even Josh Jacobs is ahead of what, that. Yeah. And on the downside of that, Chris Carson, Aaron Jones, right, kind of in there. But wouldn't you? Wouldn't you probably consider taking right now? At least I would. I would look at. Uh, a Lindsay over him and Lindsay was, uh, uh, you know, sure, like fourteen dollars. You know, yeah, sure. and Aaron Jones, right. uh, even a Montgomery, the rookie uh, in Chicago, I think um, is going to be great this year for them. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah so. I, I, all those things. And why would you trust Bill Belichick, Belichick. with a running back? Why would exactly. you ever do it? You know he's going to screw you over. It's, he's actually out more than winning like a Super Bowl. He likes screwing with fantasy lineups. I'm convinced yes. of it. How many times has, uh, has this happened? Hogan yep. has a million receptions. He gets none. Same with the running backs. Or James White will have a tremendous game, like 12 receptions, and he has two. Like I, I don't know. You can't read uh, Belichick's mind. I think uh, it's right there. What do you think of Sony Michelle, Tate? I uh, I would take like a Tariq Cohen over Sony Michelle oh, just yeah, for the upside. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and especially being able to catch the ball. And like you said, I mean, who who decides what Bill Belichick is going to do? We know that he cares about the first contract for running backs, so mm-hmm. he may run Michelle into the ground for the next two years. Right. But I don't see that happening. All right. All right. That's our bus. Who else? Uh, who didn't I get to with bus? Oh, brother uh, Bry. Yeah. Henry. I think you like this one, too. So yeah. Derrick Henry, his over-under is 1,225 and a half yards. Mm-hmm. That is really, really, really high. I mean, only four guys last year had over 1,200 yards. There's not many guys that get over 1,200 yards rushing anymore. Mm-hmm. So to me, if you look at his stats, he had 1,059 yards rushing last year in 16 games. But 585 of them and seven touchdowns of his came in the last four games. So really, he had, he had less than 500 yards in his first 12 games. I mean, yes, I know yeah. his usage yeah. went up. But again, his 12, 25 and a half would put him fourth uh, for last year. I just don't trust that. I, I mean, I'd mm. rather go any. I mean, if you look at all these other running backs, even Chubb, nine, 999 and a yeah. half. Yeah. Which it almost doesn't make sense, right? Because Chubb is 999 and a half. Henry's 12, 25 and a half. But Chubb is like 10 to one for most yards and Henry's yeah. worse. I, that doesn't mm. make sense. I don't right? know if they're thinking Kareem Hunt. Like <laughs> a, well, on one side, they're thinking Kareem Hunt right. will come it's, back or maybe won't. It's really weird. But I, yeah. I wouldn't trust him, especially, you know, because they're going to have games against the Colts or Houston where they're, they're going to have some, some shootouts right. against those teams and they're going to need to score points. So mm-hmm. they, they might be down 14 to 21 and they might be taken out of the run game all, altogether. Yeah. So the, the thing I'll say is, New offensive coordinator. You don't know how that's going to go. Matt LaFleur is being replaced there, obviously, in Tennessee. He's the uh, Packers coach now. It's guy, Arthur Smith. The thing, though, I'll say, you're going to, you're going to get, he's going to get an 80-yard touchdown run. You're not going to have fun rooting, rooting for this thing. And maybe, maybe he'll get hurt and you won't have to worry about any of this, but you'll think you're in the clear. He'll have 30 games uh, with uh, 30 yards with six minutes left in the fourth quarter, and then they, he breaks one open. Not saying any of these other guys could do it, but it seems like he does, yeah. he does that more. But all right. Let's move to a uh, wide receiver. Um, yardage wise, Julio Jones favored at seven to one. He was first last year with 1677. Hopkins, eight to one. He had 1572 second place last year. Thomas Evans and Odell, 10 to one. Um, Evans was third. Brother Brian had me look. He had him last year. I didn't realize he was as good as this. I, I don't know why. This is another guy that I've had in other leagues. I, I, I became disenchanted with, with, with him. I didn't like what he did. 1,524 yards. Third last year. Then you got Smith Schuster, 12 to 1, and uh, Devontae Adams at 16 to 1. Now on the touchdown side, Devontae Adams, 8 to 1, the favorite. He had 13 last year. Uh, Antonio Brown, new team, 11 to 1, and Kelsey, 11 to 1. Hopkins, as we mentioned, 9 to 1, going backwards here. Beckham, 12, Schuster and Jones, 16 for touchdown. Let's talk about this. Harry. Oh, you don't have a wide receiver, right? No. No. Okay, you're passing. Harry does not want to deal with wide receivers. <laughs> I'll say my boom guy, although we, Harry did talk about Michael Thomas. 125 receptions last year. Contract year. Huge, huge in the NFL. You have a contract year. You can scream for the ball more and more and more. Um, his yardage is 12, 10.5. I like it over. 
what I say? He had 1405 last year. Got Jared Cook this year. I like uh, Breeze more than the Parlay Kid, at least in terms of offensive productivity. I like him at uh, 18 to one to have the most touchdowns and 10 to one to have the most yards. Parlay Kid, you're staying home. You're, you're going with our guy. Mm, yeah, Amari right? Cooper. Did I take the right Cooper? Oh, not, yeah. not Cooper Cup. Right, Amari. Yeah, Amari Cooper, Sal. Um, some interesting uh, things with him, obviously. And Sal, look, I'm one of these Cowboy fans when it came to Amari Cooper when that trade was made last year. Uh, I wasn't so sure about it. I Me wasn't either. sure sure if that was the right move. Um, you know, after watching Cooper kind of un- underperform uh, with the Raiders, but maybe that probably was due to the fact that their quarterback situation or off total offensive situation, as it turns out. Cooper, Sal, the over in yardage for Cooper is 1075.5, right? So if you his average draft position, by the way, is 19. So I, it's kind of weird that he's a top 20 fantasy player, but he's projected for uh, – Basically under 1,100 yards. I'm not sure how, how much that really adds up. But I really do like him over 1075 yards. Uh, really, if you look, actually multiply his uh, numbers when he joined the Cowboys, uh, it, he would have ended up with 94 catches, uh, almost 1,300 yards, and 11 touchdowns. He's obviously got a full season now, or full offseason too, with Dak under his belt. Uh, his 8.5 Targets per game with the most during his career. When he was with the Raiders, he averaged close to seven targets per game. Uh, so uh, I just think, who else is Dallas throwing the ball to? Like, who else Who else is going to be the guy? Uh, if the Cowboys want to be as successful as they say they want to be, mm. right? and I know they're a run-first team, but they need a receiver that's going to be a real big-time number one receiver. And some people could also say to me, Hey, Parley, kid, you know, Cooper did a lot of those, had a lot of his numbers in like two or three games. Look, that's what receivers do, mm-hmm. right? They have like four games where they average like 600, 700 yards in those four, four yeah. games. Well, overall, like 150 yards a game. And then the rest of the season, they're getting like their 40 or 50 yards a game. That's really all Cooper would need to do is have a couple big games and they get his 50, 60 yards a game mm-hmm. and he's going to go over 1075. So I like the over there. Uh, for for him in the season, I'm not saying I would even really draft him. I just think he's going over, uh, at least draft him at in that second round. I'm not sure if I would even do that, but I do think he's going over 1075. Yeah, in like terms you of said, yards. he's projected at that end of that second round as yeah. far as uh, Snake goes, auction wise, he's fetching about thirty two dollars, right in that AJ Green era. It's weird because I'd rather much rather have Amari Cooper on than, than well, AJ me too. Green. Although I don't know, Keenan Allen then is above him. Ty Hilton. I might take those guys ahead of Amari Cooper. I'll say this, my son, and also a big uh, Cowboy fan, because I've uh, tortured him into being one, he liked Michael Gallup to break out this year. Yeah, and we, it's good probably call. Kid, you know, like we, we went crazy with Dak overthrowing Michael Gallup all year in big spots. So yeah. I don't know, who knows? Maybe they practice together. Yeah. Maybe that's a good thing. But love Amari Cooper. Love the deal. Definitely uh, don't make the playoffs without him. He's uh, definitely something one to consider late in the uh, second round. All right, where are we now? Oh man, well, we're cooking. Well, Sal, could I jump in sure, there? Sure, please. Because he's turn. he's my bust. Oh really? That's Mario right. Cooper. What happened? So, <laughs> I know it could be a sour Raiders fan. Look, I think they're much better with Amari Cooper. I'm not going to say they're not, but 
like when when you look at Amari Cooper, you think right, he was consistent with the Cowboys, right? He was not consistent with the Raiders. He was consistent with the Cowboys. Look, it's seven of the nine games with the Cowboys. He had 328 yards with one touchdown. In the other two games, he had 397 yards and five TDs. So he is like T.Y. Hilton 2.0, right? I want no part of him for fantasy because it's still the same thing with Amari Cooper. You're going to get, you know, maybe three, four really good games out of him. And then you're getting, he disappears in the other one. I don't know why that is the case. Even with the Cowboys, it's the case. So I want no part of him. If I was get, I don't know about the 1075 and a half. That's probably about right there. If I was going to choose a side though, I, I wouldn't be as confident. I would probably, I would probably take the under there. Yeah. I, I think in the wide receiver, it's fun to bet the touchdowns, the most touchdowns running back. It's hard. Cause it's going to come down. It, it just seems to be too tight, but you pick two guys in that nine, ten, one area. Well, like which two guys would you would you take? Hopkins. Hopkins. I think we'd all Hopkins, take Hopkins. Uh, Hopkins easily. I think he's a fun guy to root yeah. for. He's going to be right in the mix of it. I mean, let's me. all take Hopkins and then all take someone different. Like Harry, you could take Kelsey. Maybe. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, That's I think a great we're right idea. in there. Like Beckham or or uh, I, I wouldn't say Antonio Brown. Maybe for most, but maybe Adams. I don't know. De- definitely Hopkins is one of those guys. I think you're going to win, right? Sure. That's it. Thanks, Tate. Harry. Tate, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Hopkins, for sure. Definitely Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah. All right. Yeah, what what, what does Hopkins sell? Is he 9 to 1? Did he's you say? 9 to 1. I, I mean, mean it's... for yards, he's 8 to 1. I mean, he was, he's right there. He, he was what, last year. He was, yeah, he was like, I was going to say, he was 10 or 11 to 1 for most well, Antonio Brown year. was in, insane last year, but you, you can't expect him to do that uh, again with the, the Raiders. He had 15. But then you have like guys like Adams and maybe Kelsey has to step it up with the. Tyreek Hill being sure. out, but one of those guys you're gonna you're gonna hit. I really feel like four guys all around eight to ten to one are uh, the only ones who could could do it there. Brother Brian, you also don't like uh, Christian Kirk, right? Oh no, I like Christian Kirk. Oh, the other one like I don't him. like is AJ Green. Look, he, he's uh, eleven forty nine and a half for AJ Green for yards. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Uh, in the last five years, he's only gone over that once. I mm-hmm. mean, just with injuries. I mean, eleven forty nine is real. Eleven forty nine and a half is so high. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't touch that. But yeah, the guy I, I do like is uh, Christian Kirk. Look, he had 68 targets last year and 590 yards in 12 games. Uh, but look, now this year, if you look, you have King, uh, Kingsbury with Murray, and this offense could be really fun. And four of the 12 games as a rookie, he had over 75 yards. I think you're going to see him approach 100, 110 targets this year. So he could definitely, with 100-plus targets, he could reach around 1,000 yards. And for a receiver that's going in like the ninth round, or 80th, I think that's really good value there. He's good. Makes big, makes big, yeah, big, big time plays. catches. Yeah, big, fun, fun player. And maybe yeah. with Kyle, yeah, with Murray. I mean, that could be a fun thing. I mean, you could get some big plays. Uh, let's move on. You bring up Christian Kirk, and I like him. But is it possible for me to like him and not think Kyler Murray is going to have a tremendous year? I'm going rookie here. Now, here's the thing with the rookies. Not a ton of uh, over-under numbers, yardage. You can find, obviously, average draft positions if we're talking uh, – fantasy here but Kyla Murray interceptions over 14 now say what you want about him but 15 for Darnold last year Harry you you celebrated every single one of those <laughs> 14 for Rosen in 14 games 12 for Josh Allen in 12 games these guys are good for one there's a big learning curve here. it really is and you got these Rams defenders and go after his head I think he's eventually going to be good I don't think he's taller than me I think he clocked in at 510 I think that's a little bit of a lie He's a one-year starter in college. Great. I love what he did in college. And like I said, I think he eventually could put it together. This year, he's going to have more than 14 interceptions. That's minus 130. 
Paulie Kidd, that, I mean, that's my bust for uh, a rookie just in terms of interceptions. Paulie Kidd, you're going more positive. Yeah, and I like what you're saying there. So I, I think uh, if Murray's playing, he's right. He's going over. It's all uh, if you think he's playing. Uh, he's obviously. playing. He's yeah. playing. The question is, is uh, you know, if he's if he's playing the full season, he's throwing 25 passes a game mm-hmm. to 30 passes a game. He's he's definitely uh, going o- right. uh, over that. Uh, so you know what? When uh, I'm going to take uh, Daryl Henderson from the Rams, drafted out of Memphis. You know, when the Rams picked him back in April. I thought this was a fantastic pick, and I really thought I was the only one in on this secret for the Rams. I was like, mm-hmm. "This is the guy I'm going to bet for, like, uh, you know, maybe rookie of the year." Uh, this is a guy I'm going to kind of uh, take in, in the uh, in our fantasy draft. And now, all of a sudden, obviously with Gurley's injuries or whatever they are, I don't think anybody really fully knows. I obviously has some uh, uh, arthritis in his knees. Mm-hmm. Um, that this isn't such a sexy pick anymore in terms of... And it's a sexy pick. It's actually become too much of a sexy pick, I guess. It's not much of a sleeper pick mm. as I thought it was. This is a guy that's for two straight years in college. I don't care if he's playing at Memphis or where he's playing. He averaged 8.9 yards per carry for two straight years. Right. That's that's uh, that's phenomenal. Uh, and the Rams run this kind of like a zone scheme, uh, running scheme kind of where the running back likes to bounce it outside. This guy fits uh, McVay's offense perfectly. He can catch the ball. Uh, according to Pro Football Focus, Sal, he averaged in college 6.2 yards after contact. Yeah. So even though he's about 5'8", 205 to 210, he's obviously more powerful than he might get credit for initially due to his maybe slightly smaller stature. Right. But this guy... Uh, he could be, uh, somebody mentioned that uh, he might be used, like he might be Kamara in this offense for the Rams. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, at 10 to 1 for rookie of the year, uh, offensive rookie of the year, I was at one point, I think he wasn't even on the board. Then I thought I saw him at 30 to 1. He's down at 10 to 1, but I, I love this kid. I think uh, Gurley's still going to be in the mix, but he's not carrying the ball 25, 30 times a game anymore. I think that is done in his career. Right. I think this guy's going to get 10 to 15 carries, if not more, as the year goes on. So, like I said, so they have uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year numbers. They don't have over on the yardage numbers. We do know in a fantasy, we're talking fantasy also here, Darrell Henderson's around 80th, around the 8th or 7th, uh, 8th or ninth round right in there. I see him on all these. Now, the question is, Tate, if you take Todd Gurley in the second round, mm. I don't think you wait that long can't. to take him. You can't, right? right? He's almost got to be your sixth round pick. You got to finish it before. Yeah, it's, it's like a package deal. So if you take one, you need the other one. It's like yeah. the Blues Brothers, you know? If you got yeah. Belushi, you need Aykroyd. I don't know. I mean, is that almost worth the chance there? Like, if you're going to wait on your running back, you're going to get better receivers there. You can get a Gurley later than you needed to. It could be a fun pick in uh, Daryl Henderson. Um, Harry, all right. Well, you have a lot to say about your namesake here. <laughs> well, I, I know uh, Nikhil Harry, I've been taking it 25 to 1 on the Patriots to be rookie of the year. I know when the combines were happening, we, I, he was my pick when we gave out selections there to win his uh, speed, and he won it uh, when people didn't think he was. I think right now I've read where he's going to be the number two uh, patch receiver on the depth chart behind the likes of Demarius Thomas, uh, Philip Dorsett, and uh, Dontrell Inman. Uh, that's a big responsibility for him. I think he's projected to have like 50 catches and almost 700 yards. 
Uh, I think he could produce more than that. I think he's going to be a big part of this offense since the Pats have issues at tight end. And now uh, Julian Edelman, who's their number one receiver, he turns 33 years old. In the past, Belichick likes to groom his rookies, but last year was not the case with running back Sonny Michel, who had like 900 yards in 13 games. So I think Harry Stature at 6'2", 230, that frame could be huge once they're in the red zone when they need somebody. His to make frame a play. could be huge. You're saying somebody else? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go. <laughs> and Brady just throw. I've, I've already seen him throwing the ball to him, practicing. He's going to throw the ball up to him in the corner of the end zone. He can go up and get it against 5'11, 5'10 cornerbacks. Well, here's what I'll say. First of all, this guy is going on uh, in auction leagues. You have to spend $4 on him on average. Now, if you're in with a bunch of a hole, uh, Patriot well, fans like I am, you have to spend like uh, probably bucks. 15, 20, 30, 40 dollars somewhere in there. Um, so those other receivers, you know, they, uh, they don't I'll see you in February. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Bill's that, right on that's that one. what I worry about. I, I worry about, <laughs> and he's 55 to one to have the most uh, receiving touchdowns. Well, wouldn't this be the Patriot way? Like, this is the greatest player anyone's a, is a once in a generation player, Nikhil Harry. Oh, and he ends up on the Patriots, yeah. and he has like uh, true. The 16 receiving touchdowns. That would suck. I know we said stay away from the Patriots running backs because you don't know what you're getting with Belichick. But what if this guy is a phenom? Now, I will say this before Brian, Brother Bride gives his, uh, his pick. Yeah, I, I think you almost have to see a couple preseason games out of these guys. And if you're yeah. lucky enough to catch up, your team is being featured on Hard Knocks, just watch that. But, um, you know, he may, maybe he doesn't play at all, but we know what to deal with. Deal with the Patriots is, and um, you're going to be want to laughing with the, their fans at 55 to one. It could work out. Good pick, Harry, brother Bry, <laughs> brother Bry. We'll see. You, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, like? we'll see with that one with Harry. But um, I do like Damian Harris from Alabama. Um, look, we had talked about it before. Darren was talking about it with Sony Michelle, but it. With, with Michelle's injury history, the way Belichick uses running backs, uh, definitely for a late-round sleeper here, or like if you in your – I mean, we do a keeper league. So, I mean, I would think about taking him, you know, 13th, 14th, 15th round uh, that we have. You know, Belichick can save him or buddies. So, I think there's a reason he drafted him. There's a reason he would spend another third-round pick on a running back. So, uh, Damian Harris doesn't have a lot of wear on his tires. So, I think – Again, here the, this is somebody I would I would definitely take a chance on. I think they show you know they project him as like 150th pick, 170th yeah. pick. I mean, to me, again, uh, he's a little bowling ball that I think you know once. I mean, you don't know you don't know what's going to happen, but I think it's worth a flyer. I would not touch Sony Michelle at all. Um, so to me, Damian Harrison, I, I don't even know what his projection is from a yard perspective. Right? Yeah, uh, we it's don't probably know like 250 yards, but. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I think it's just, it's definitely worth it, especially if you're in a, uh, some type of keeper league or dynasty league for sure. I, I can't find him on the, uh, on, on the running back for the, the auctions here. Why, why am I not finding him here? Did you see anything on him? Uh, yeah, he, I think he was two, soon. I think he was $2. Tate, what do you think? Any rookies, uh, stand out to you? I was going to say Harry, uh, it was right about Harry. I, uh, <laughs> I didn't know that that was going Good to one, be, Tate. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Harry. Good one, uh, I didn't know that was going to be the pick from Harry. So I, right. I, I think that you're really growing and you know, after the Saquon passing, he's, he's willing to take on any rookie. So yeah, I yeah. like Harry. All right. Good times. All right, uh, on the line right now, we're going to mix up this fantasy talk with something uh, near and dear to this podcast. I, I said earlier, a couple weeks ago, I told you Harry was fired. He no longer works for my friend Ken. I, I was to, let go. I went to college. He was let you go. You graduated. He was laid off. Uh, 
went to college. I went to college with Harry and Ken. Ken took him on after Harry was um, blackballed from Las Vegas <laughs> as a, a clerk, a ticket clerk. Well, he's making faces here, but what supervisor. Is, what is is Harry? You were supervisor let go. in Vegas. You were blackballed. You cannot no longer work at casinos, Legion Station casinos. Uh, Ken, out of the goodness of his heart, took you into his home. He was moving himself, starting a new life. You became his houseboy. You did this for years. Um, and uh, it didn't work out. He had to let you go. Right, Harry? I suppose, sure. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, on the phone right now to set the record straight and to let people know, because I have people constantly ask me, what happened with Harry? How's he? And by people constantly, I mean my wife every three weeks is like, hey, what's going on with Harry? But anyway, he's unemployed. Somebody cares about me. uh, Harry's former boss, Ken, is on the phone right now. Ken, thanks for coming on Against All Odds. Hey, Sal, it's, you know, my pleasure. I've been, uh, take a couple of minutes out from having to do my, uh, my own laundry and, uh, field all of Harry's, uh, business opportunities that have been coming his way. Well, I don't want this to become like a negative thing. I really don't. But, um, that said, tell me like three of the top stories as to why we don't have to know the straw that broke the camel's back, but give me an example or two or three, or maybe if this goes on, this is fun. We'll do it for hours of, uh, why Harry was, uh, not suitable to, to be, uh, employed by you oh let's see well if i had to pick the top three that's like it's like having 20 kids and saying which three do you All like right. the best well, I which guess. three kids do you like the best <laughs> well so so memorable moments uh a memorable moment was uh i don't know if anybody out there has been to phoenix but everybody pretty much knows there's an airport in phoenix but um, for those of you, there's a second airport in Phoenix who don't know, and it's about 35, 40 miles to the east. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere, and they have this really good thing, uh, really cheap flights on one of those budget airlines. I'm not going to mention the name of it. I think there's even two of them that, that run out of there. So Harry would fly out of there to go up to Las Vegas to see his former girlfriend, and uh, he would take off, drive my car 40 miles, use 40 miles of my gas, leave work a half a day early. And uh, I'm sure everybody has heard of these budget airlines. You can't carry a normal size mm-hmm. bag on. You can only carry on a backpack. You, you know right. what I mean? Have you ever heard sure, of that? Sure, yeah. So, so, so sure. So, so uh, Harry's going on one of these trips, and he says to me, hey, can I borrow a backpack? And I said, sure, take anyone, you know, that, that's in the closet. So uh, off he goes. And then about an hour and a half later, um, I go to grab my computer and, and my all my work stuff, and uh, my backpack's oh, no. gone. So Harry took the wrong backpack. <laughs> all, right. So, all right, now hold uh, on. Let's. He's got the oh, backpack. Okay. Is, is there more to it? Oh yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh I'm yeah, sorry. sure. There's I'm sorry. more. <laughs> Stop right there. We would be great. <laughs> so uh, Harry took the wrong backpack instead of uh, the empty right. one that he put his own stuff in. He took the full one with the computer and, and right. whatever. So I got him on the phone. He was on the plane. He had made it on the plane, and I said, where's my backpack? And he said, don't worry, it's, uh, I left it in the car. And I was like, uh, you, you got to turn around and bring it mm-hmm. back to the house. I don't have time to drive out there and right. back to, to get it. That's an hour in each direction. So uh, Harry's budget flight turned into uh, him eating the ticket and then having to pay to go on Southwest the next day wow. anyway. Now, Harry's a so, hungry uh, guy, I know, but you did not like eating that ticket, I'm sure, right, Harry? Do you have anything to say in rebuttal? No comment. No comment for that. All right. All right, Ken, I'm sure you have another one, well, right? We could move on. 
Well, 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 just 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 so the record set straight. After that, Harry was no longer permitted to use that uh, airport, forty miles away from uh, home, <laughs> for any purpose. Wow, your boss banned you from an airport. I don't yeah. know in the history of the country that's ever happened before. And then, did you uh, abide by that? I think Donald Trump might have done it <laughs> right. to somebody. No, Harry, that's it. No comment. All right. Well, Harry's really keeping it close to the best. All right, Ken, Ken uh, hit us with another one. Maybe Harry will have a comment. He probably has his lawyer uh, listening in, and uh, I'm going to get sued when I uh, when I walk Wouldn't out of my hotel right. tonight. Wouldn't that be something? Else? But, uh... Go ahead. What else do you have? And by the way, by the way, to Ken's credit, this happened years ago, and he kept them on, right? So, okay, what's number two? That actually was that was about oh, yeah, seven years ago. Was, that, was, that, was, that was seven years ago. ago. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yes, Harry's been ago. screwing up for the better um, part of a so, decade now. But God, what's story number two? No, four decades, okay. not okay. the better part of it for, for, for the whole entire right. decade. Um, so, so Harry used to like to uh, spend a lot of time talking to his uh, ex-girlfriends, mm-hmm. um, not at the same time, but at different times. Like, uh, And so one time I took a, a look at the phone bill, and uh, – he was talking like three or four hours a wow. day sometimes during the Whoa. work day. During the work Whoa. day. And uh, so we had a talk about, you know, how you can't, you know, spend three hours during the work day talking. And uh, it didn't work. Let me just say, let me and just interrupt for a second. He's, he's shaking his head no. I, I imagine he's going to have no comment. But as you're telling the story, he's what shaking. I'm What I'm saying is these two stories yeah. were seven years ago. Oh, you I asked see. now. Okay. All right. Well, I just think yes, we now. give, we give right, the audience yeah. a flavor of what uh, everyone's well, doing. Well, these two were seven years ago. All right. Okay. So how did you remedy this, uh, Ken? I, I don't hear any dispute of the factual <laughs> nature of the story. <laughs> no, here. not so far. We're, no pressed on, we're pressed on time. No, no. For this, we have all the time in the world. <laughs> but anyway, but Ken, but so then, so what, you, you banned him um, from using the phone. I mean, that, that makes so, sense, right? Well, wait, wait. Hold on. So we, so, so ahead, can, can we just get to that? I didn't throw the milk out of the, uh, that was uh, one day expired. Right, right. I got I got fired for not throwing out milk from the refrigerator. Did we get hey, to that yet? No, actually, that's not what you got fired for. But Sal said we didn't want to talk about the straw. Well, we can. I mean, I, I, I want to talk about that. anything. Okay, Harry but, wants the, to talk but, about. The, but the seven years ago, I don't know about. We, we should right, be talking about that either. Let's forget. OJ says the same thing. He's like, you know what? Why I had one bad day, so <laughs> let's move on. All right, go ahead, Ken. <laughs> Do we keep going about no, the go ahead. Well, that's fine. What's what's the other one you had? You had another one, right? We... Well, no, Harry got a second phone as a result of it because I kind of fired him five or six years yeah. ago. And he asked me for Seven. a job back, and we got him a second phone, his work mm-hmm. phone. And his personal phone was to remain off during work hours. And that worked okay. great. And then he just gave everybody else the work All phone right. number. So that was the All end right, of so that. I was, I was, so, was there uh, another one? I mean, maybe I was wrong. I know I know. he left his door open, and the dog ate um, uh, uh what was it? Razor cartridge. Dog ate a razor yes. blade uh, out of the bathroom. Cost me four thousand in surgery. When uh, house rule is keep the doors to the bathrooms closed, um, and a considerable amount of anxiety, of right. course. All right, Harry, um, defend but, yourself you know, there. What? 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 Nothing. You have nothing Ken, to say. Ken, he said the door was broken. Is yeah, that we, right. We I did. didn't say it was broken. I said I. Sh- it, it wasn't, wasn't the, door. the door. It was the toilet seat <laughs> that was broken. Right. <laughs> that may have been true. Harry, that go? may have been true. Harry, want to talk about that? Said, he still owes me for that toilet seat. He broke seat. the toilet seat? What did you do to that toilet seat? <laughs> this was six years no, he ago. Was, he was, uh, nobody ever told him that a toilet is for one to sit on, oh not two. Oh, my God. 
at oh, the same no. time. I don't think we're right, I do owe you for the toilet seat. <laughs> All right, good. So we're getting somewhere. Was this that Begonia or was that Belinda? I don't remember, oh, I don't remember which girl it was. That was okay. Begonia. All right, Ken, maybe something more recently, because I think Harry's going to walk away from this and say, see, any, any beef here? I, I, think, I, I think that we need to, you know, to talk about the, the you know, the, this has just been a pattern. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, in, 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 the, in the last, uh, so Harry was let go right at the end of May. And in the last couple of weeks, um, we had resorted to a checklist every day of uh, him signing off on a checklist of everything around the house, uh, light bulbs check, refrigerator, expired food items thrown out. Harry, uh, out there for all the listeners, just to let them know, if you have any expired food, send it to Harry because he thinks it's perfectly safe <laughs> to eat it. He likes to eat expired food. He thinks it's perfectly safe. He thinks people who throw out milk two days after it's expired are crazy. Cheese lasts at least a month later. Well, let, me, let me just say, um, Sal, sh- Sal's you know. shaking his head yes right there. So, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, yes, this is the <laughs> Yes, kind of, you're crazy. No, that's what he's no, saying. Yes, this is the kind of conversation. I oh, was really? Off. That's yeah. what the head now yeah, was? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't care if you, I don't need expired food. <laughs> so, what, so that was it, Ken? So, so that was so, basically so, it. Right? So, no, you're not. <laughs> What, Harry? What? Don't worry about it. You're me. nodding no, your Harry, head saying, yes, Harry's he's crazy. Well, is he crazy? Tell me. You speak up, Harry. I don't know. Well, listen. You think it's crazy to be Tate? fired over that? Tate? I'd like to know Tate's uh, input. I just got fired by Bill Simmons We're hours ago. Yet. So. We're not done yet. Why don't we wait until... Tate crapped all over the Patriots. the next 60 seconds, then everybody all right, can go ahead. Let's hear, let's hear more. So, so Harry has a checklist that he checks off every day, that he, that he signs every day. And uh, one of the things on the checklist is throw out expired food mm-hmm. items. So three days in a row, he signed the checklist, and then on the fourth day, I found two containers of expired milk staring me in the face on a Friday night as I was about to grab a bowl of cereal. So uh, that was a little upsetting, but uh, maybe about four days later, um, I found something in the house that needed to be cleaned, and uh, it was like an air intake. And uh, I showed it to Harry on Sunday, and I said, hey... Do, the, do me a favor on Tuesday. Please show them this to the maid and ask her to clean it and ask her to clean it every week. And to Harry's credit, he said, do you want me to clean it right now? And I said, no. I said, I have a maid and it's Sunday. I don't want you to clean it. And I want her to clean it every week. So Sunday goes, Monday goes, the maid comes on Tuesday. And uh, I get home about 5 o'clock. I was on a... Harry's whispering. Harry's for, whispering uh, me work. to, why not let me clean it? That's what, that's what he's whispering. He thinks... Uh, which. Uh, well, why not let it him is, clean it? It is reasonable, um, but it I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's a really good question because uh, here's why: because he cleans it once and it's dirty all the time. If the maid sees it, cleans okay. it, it clean, gets cleaned. All right. Regularly. So the maid comes. It was never. That, so the maid, maid came so and she cleaned it, that, and, the, and that was the, it, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, she would oh, clean yeah. it. She would know to clean it regularly every week, and that would be okay. the end of it. That's yeah, pretty so easy. So you come right? back the next week, and it's not. It's not a. It's I come back. No, it's two days later. This happened on right. Sunday. When I showed it to him and asked him to please tell the maid on Monday, to his credit, he offered to clean it. I said, no, mm-hmm. thanks. Please, you know, show the maid on Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, whatever day she comes. So maid comes and goes. I get home. It's still not cleaned. And Harry's not there. He shows up an hour later. I ask him where he is. He says he's down at the office, at one of my uh, offices, where two months earlier I had told him expressly not to go. And so on a day that I was out of town, he did what I told him not mm-hmm. to do and did not tell him what I told he him to do. He basically has to. Uh, in subordination right. His square. only jobs, really, are he has a, a, an airport to avoid, 
an office to avoid and to clean a grate or to advise a maid to clean a grate. And get my fucking lunch yeah. right, for yeah. Christ's sake. There you go. All right, Harry, defend yourself about but then, but then the, the big part. And that was it. That was the last straw. No, but he also, he, the he told the maid, he, he told you that he told the maid to do it, right? Yeah, well, no, yeah, he actually at first lied and said that he told the maid. And then I, I was, I got All very right. upset because the maid has worked for me for a long time. And he, he backed off that story in about 30 seconds. But that was, uh, he, he was in a scramble. He was definitely in a hard right, scramble. Yeah. And to this day, if, if we ask him why he did it, he doesn't Is know. Is that true, Harry? Have you figured it out? No, haven't figured it out yet, I guess. Well, so tell, but Harry, this was the last straw. So if you're ever going to defend yourself, do you have anything I'm, to say? I'm fine. No, I'm fine. Really? Defend myself about what? I should, keep, I should let everyone know that Ken is letting Harry live at his place for free. Um, so Harry doesn't want to rock the boat. You know, usually this, this No, this I can say whatever. Idea. It's not for free, though. Oh, you do do something. You run, yeah, you take care of the dog. I'm doing the same stuff now. I'm just not going to. Harry and I are still very good friends. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I have this thing with my employees where they kind of have to do what I ask. Interesting. All right. Well, let me, let, let, yeah, let's concept. end it this way, Ken. Um, since Harry is seeking further employment elsewhere, give us one or two things, uh, positive attributes that you could throw Harry's way so that these people could see that um, he's worthy of being hired. Um, let me think about that for a second. He's super, super, super nice. There you go. He'll always be polite and he'll always, you know, uh, he'll always tell you, uh, you know, he'll always tell you you got a nice shirt you, on or your what, hair looks what, great you today <laughs> and all of that. That's, that. that's definitely in a positive, you know, positive attitude uh, for sure. And let me, uh, let me, let me, spelling and punctuation. Yeah, let me comment on one of those things saying your hair looks nice. There is... <laughs> A story out there. Now you will get you will get your haircut in Las Vegas. You'll come back. Harry maintains that you will not speak to him the rest of the day if, when he picks you up, he doesn't immediately comment on your hair. Is that true? In a positive one. That's not true. I didn't make. I didn't. I didn't say that I wouldn't talk to him. No, that he wouldn't. You'd say I'm not going to Las Vegas to have my haircut to impress Harry. There you go. But, but by the way, Sal, the Mr. Clean people, I was talking to them yesterday on Harry's behalf, and I didn't realize that you just didn't have to be bald to be in a Mr. Clean ad. You actually have to be in good oh, shape. Oh, you see? See, he's looking oh, hey, at Hey, Ken, you're trying at least, right? We're trying here. Yeah, and then and then I'm trying to get that GoFundMe thing together to send you to Butler School in uh, in England. It's 10,000 plus travel. We'll, we'll give that out when it's all... Uh, ready to go, but I, I, I'm working it for him, so I'm doing uh, whatever I can. I think my butler duties were still were pretty good. Well, I don't know. You suck. We're hearing, <laughs> we're, we're no, hearing maybe there. Can't fold the shirt. Can't fold the uh, shirt. Can't fold the shirt. I can shirt. fold your underwear pretty uh, good, though. I do that good. <laughs> That's Harry's comeback. <laughs> I fold your underwear. Take that. All right. I think we've heard a lot here. We have to get going. It's, I'm glad everyone could be friends. I'm not sure, Harry, that any... Uh, respective employers out there that heard anything they liked that, that may have backfired that whole segment. I, who, who, would, who would have known? Thanks. Right. Thanks a lot. All right. If anybody's going to offer Harry a job, here's a little hint. Offer him a uh, half first. He might just half? take it. All right. Offer him half. Half the money. All yep. right. Tate, where can people hear you <laughs> on One Shining Podcast, right? Yeah. One Shining Podcast. Uh, also, I'm going to be working with Harry at some point very soon. We're both unemployed. <laughs> right, Tate. Right. Um, yeah. So One Shining Podcast for now. It's great. All right. There you go. That'll do it for another episode of Against the Odds for Master Tate Frazier, the degenerate trifecta. And Ken, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Yeah.
my computer on the plane, but I'm picking up a backpack that weighs 10 pounds more than your extra pair of underwear and your ripped t-shirt that you were putting in it. Like, how would you not notice that? How, how would you not grab your computer from the airport, from the air, airplane? I don't know. Plus, you, plus the other, the, you, you've lost your, you've lost your 500, you've lost your $500 glasses about 10 times in different places. Oh, see? Oh. You lost your $40,000 a year job. <laughs> 36, eight. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.